Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio What is going on, everybody? We are back. This is episode 142 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm Kevin. And this week, Kevin, why don't you tell people what we're doing? We're back on the road trip. Yeah, buddy. Yes. And we are covering Idaho. Yeah. So this week, we are off to the gem state. Uh, Idaho covers 83,000. 570 square miles of rugged and beautiful terrain and has a population of 1.8 million people, which makes it the seventh least densely populated state in the country. Another good reason to move there because there's nobody there. Huh? (laughs) Interesting. So you ready for some, uh, some fun facts about our, uh, about Idaho. I have a fun fact too. Once, once you get done, because I shoot, it's probably nothing that's, well, it's probably nothing that you covered. Uh, I, I was like, well, so kind of interesting fact is some people believe that Idaho actually doesn't exist as a state is not a state at all. Yeah, I've seen that. It's I don't understand it. It's like something to do with. uh, Basically keeping Canada out. And also taking away territory or something like that from uh like keeping like a boundary between washington and montana it's a buffer zone because you need a buffer between washington and montana because people in washington can't be trusted i guess not but (laughs) neither also can people in montana there's also a rumor going around that there's like 12 counties in the southeastern part of Oregon that are trying to secede and become part of Idaho as well because they hate the laws that the state is putting through. Um, it's a lot of stuff. It's kind of like New York where all the laws are based on the big city and it fucks everybody else in the in the, in the the state, uh-huh. like out in the sticks. They're the people that get fucked and they're sick of that shit and they want to join Idaho who have less strict rules on certain things and i'm like you know what fucking go for it do it up Mm. a a lot of it has to do with the with the gun control laws and the shit like that where idaho 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 has less restrictive gun laws than oregon because oregon is apparently like one of the worst states to try to own a gun in i guess um but anyway 
I and mean, also, I guess you can. I mean, it's not. I don't know. It also major. only shares. Uh, it only shares seven miles of border with uh, with Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's very small. At, at the very top, it is. So yeah, that, that, like that gives it the the smallest amount of border of any bordering state with a different country on really? the north or southern border. Yep. Huh. I wonder how much. I wonder how much uh, um, 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 New Hampshire has. Uh, more than that. Well, it doesn't seem like it's that much. Well, New Hampshire's wider at the top than Idaho. Idaho is very, very skinny at the top. Hmm. Um, so some other fun facts. Idaho is larger than all six states of New England combined uh, area-wise. Idaho hmm. has... <laughs> I like this one a lot. Idaho has the most OSHA violations per capita of any state in the country. <laughs> they've really, they've clearly never been to my place of work. Um, uh, the Capitol building in Boise is the only one in the country to be heated by geothermal energy. Uh, there's a hot spring 3000 feet below the, the building that actually vents the heat directly upwards. And they just kind of reroute it through a duct system through the building. Hmm. I bet that thing is a bitch to cool down in the summer, though. Yeah, because a lot of wow. people don't realize that they think, you know, oh, Idaho, it's up. It's, you know, it's always cold. No, it's supposed to be. It supposedly gets pretty, pretty warm in the summer, but like, yeah, yeah, bitter, yeah. miserably cold in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the majority of commercially sold trout in the U.S. come from Idaho. A lot of fishing in Idaho. Wow. Um, well, a lot, a lot of trout, a lot of uh, salmon, a um, lot, a lot of different fishing to do in, in Idaho. That's one of the reasons I would definitely want to go visit. Huh. Go through, go, uh, you know, get a fucking line never, in the water and see what happens. I never knew that. I, I heard that. I knew that about uh, Montana. Montana had a, has a lot of uh, really good fishing, like uh, for um, uh, fly fishing. But yeah. I didn't know that about Idaho. I think all. it has something to do with like states that are more, more flat too. I mean, this yeah. doesn't have the Rockies. No, right? But I, right? Or is that no? I my mistake. We'd, we'd have to pull up a map. Um, yeah, but it, it's something about states with lower populations that are kind of less. Um, they have less like urban sprawl. Yep that you get better fishing and hunting and just general outdoor activities, which, yeah, you know, we, we don't, we can't sneeze about what we have here, but some other States are definitely, definitely got it better than we do for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our, our, our hunting sucks. ass. If you're deer hunting, if you're Turkey hunting, there's fucking millions of them. Oh yeah, definitely. But you definitely. see a deer outside, like in the woods during hunting season. It's like, Holy shit. That's actually a deer. Okay, so the Rockies, do? Rockies doesn't come into uh, Idaho. Into Idaho, it's, it misses yeah, it to the east, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's that f- fucking portion that Montana was like, "Hey, we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna take this," and looks kind of like if you look at it just right. And I never actually paid attention to this. If you look at the western portion of Montana, it actually looks like, um, like a nose, a lower lip chin that comes down and like a really fat freaking 
like oh, forehead. You, did you ever see those memes where it's like, why is Joe Biden sniffing Idaho? <laughs> I always thought those were fun. Oh, I never, I actually never saw that. Oh man, I, if I can find it, I'll send send you one. Um, okay. So we've got. I've I only found a few strange laws for Idaho, but uh, uh-huh. <laughs> some of them, some of them are good. Um, it's against the law to reside in a dog kennel or dog house unless you are, in fact, a dog in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Which means somebody took up permanent residence in a dog house. And they had to be told, no, you can't do that. Had to have been. I would have loved to have been that cop to be like, dude, what are you doing? Come on. Go ben. inside. I, I know your wife's mad at you. Just go inside. Sleep on the couch or something. It's fine. Uh-huh. In Tamarack, it's illegal to buy onions after dark without a permit. What? Yep. I, I don't. I wonder what the permit process is like for that. I mean, is there a background check? Do you have a waiting period? <laughs> what do they got? Like a, you know, like some kind of... Uh... Like after dark, you know, some like little hustle going on. Hey man, I got your or- I got your I got your onions right here, man. Come oh, it's on. a fucking black. It's it's black market farmers market. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say black farmers market, but that sounds like it could be either racist or I'm not sure how it would sound. So we'll go with black market farmers market. <laughs> yeah, true. Now, um, Selling an Idaho deluxe potato with rot blemish uh, blemishes or sun damage can get you hemmed up for six months. Well, that's the state's reputation right there, mister. It's like selling subpar maple syrup here. You don't ever here do we'll that. Just, except here we'll just beat your ass with, you know, out in the streets. Oh, yeah. And, and, and hold on. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's, we got to put this let, shit let, to rest right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. First off, Benjamin. And you know which Benjamin I'm talking about, because I'm calling you Benjamin in this case. You know, no, no, no. There is no fucking way in hell that New Hampshire maple syrup is better than Vermont maple syrup. No fucking way. No. In all in all fairness, he comes from a country that does not produce maple syrup. I don't care. So he doesn't know any better. Well, we should. But ours should. is, in fact, better. We should educate him then. Oh, I'll fuck to... it. I'll educate a motherfucker in maple syrup. Believe me. We are going to have to send his ass some. It's illegal. <laughs> what? It's illegal to, to transport maple syrup like that. What? You're not supposed to ship it out of state. It's illegal. No. Pretty confident it's illegal. It's not illegal. Ben just got some maple syrup in the ma- in the by UPS from the Bairds. Yeah. Okay, so he's smuggling contraband then. No, you can sell it. <sighs> Whatever. He's just mad because they're they, they don't have fucking trees in Oregon. So <laughs> Oh yeah. They don't have trees. they don't have all it is trees. is city and shitty coffee. <laughs> they don't have Prove maple me wrong. syrup. They don't have maple trees, okay? Exactly. They don't have that. fucking trees then. All maple right. or die. Uh, it's also illegal to fish from camelback in Idaho. Well, I mean, Jesus. Of course first not. Of all, first of all, I'd like to know where you can find a camel and a body of water that close to each other, and then get that big stubborn bastard to not throw you off while you're trying to do stuff. Well, camels te- are notoriously stubborn. They technically do have a. I think it's. I think it goes over to there. Like I know, like the like was it northeastern or something like that portion of. Oregon is like desert. Okay. 
So, and if it crosses over, you know, I mean, you know, maybe, I don't know, there's a camel there. So you mean to tell me they got left camels over. are native to the United States? <laughs> remember, remember that conversation we had in the car where I asked you if you'd had any head injuries recently and you didn't answer me? I'm starting to think you may have. Actually, you know what? I, if, if I'm, I, I could be wrong on this one. But I remember hearing that I actually that we did actually have camels in the United States. That one yeah, time. hundreds of thousands of years ago. At one time, like I said, at one not time. now. Not I know. Now. I know. We don't have desert moose. No. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Oh my god! No. I'm gonna have to have you put in a home. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. Dark Widows podcast sponsored by Geritol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into some famous folks from the Potato State. Uh, Hammerin Harmon Killebrew was born in Payette, Indiana, uh, Indiana, Idaho, in oh, really? 1936. <laughs> yeah. At least yeah, I didn't I, think you... fucking camels live here, like naturally. Wait. Are you saying it's he was born in Payette, Idaho, or was it Indiana, Idaho? Payette, Idaho. Okay, okay. I fucked up. I got I don't I got a little confused. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Huh. Har- Hammerin? Uh, really? Dude, Herman Killebrew. Killebrew. Yeah. One of the best Fuck. ball players of all time. Yeah. Uh Lillian Disney, wife of Walt Disney, was born in Spalding, Idaho. I don't know what her maiden name was, but it's not important. She married Walt Disney, who Nazi. hated Cubans and had his head frozen. So it could be put onto some giant mechanized mouse at some point in time when <laughs> His when his oh. company completely takes over. Um, she's also the one that that named Mickey Mouse, so Did kind she? of important, yeah. Because huh. before that, he was uh, was it Steamboat Willie, and she's like, nah, he doesn't look like that. He looks like uh, I don't know. She probably didn't like the Irish, and she's like, the Irish look like mice. So this fucking Mick Mouse. Wait a minute, Mick Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. There it is. Billion uh, dollar idea. Uh-huh. Um. Everybody's favorite TV meth enthusiast, Aaron Paul, uh, was born in Emmett, Idaho, in 1979. Who? Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul played uh, Jesse Pinkman on uh, Breaking Bad. Science bitch. Okay. You've never watched Breaking Bad, have you? No. Oh, damn, you're missing out. It's a good show. Um, one of my favorite stand-up comedians and podcast hosts, Dan Cummins, is from Riggins, Idaho. Huh. And hosts all three of his shows from, I believe, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Which, Coeur d'Alene also sounds like some kind of a chicken dish that you jam ham in. I don't know. No, that's a cordon bleu. So I think a Coeur d'Alene would be like you, you stick like a... It has to be like, uh, I don't like know, like a goose like or a, pheasant or something like that. A headless trout or some shit like that in a chicken. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I'd try okay. it. Fuck it. I like it. With some runny cheese and breading on it? Fuck yeah, I'm in. Ooh. <laughs> All Interesting. Right. So you want to start us off with your sure, first uh, sure. Idaho specific? So, my my Idaho specific is a uh, thing is uh, is a monster. First of it's, all, Idaho specific sounds like a railroad station, like a railroad company. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I pronounce Pacific wrong. I'm like, yeah, eh, well, they apparently eh. also don't have like a regional accent there, which fucking freaks me out. But I think it's also because they might be they're they're partially like Neither, the well, offspring of Mormons who have no 
discernible accent themselves. They're just well, neither, neither does uh, Utah. Um, well, they don't. I mean, but because everybody else, everybody's from everywhere else out there. It's like That's same what I'm with saying. That. Everybody from the West Coast has no like accent at all. Even Oregon, like when Ben moved to Oregon, they were like, "You're from New England, aren't you?" He's like, "How the hell can you tell your accent?" Like, you talk too like, fast, what? and you're rude to everybody. Yeah, I'm from yes. New England. <laughs> That's how it but works. Not, if you don't, and if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. But you're not from Boston, are you? Well, how do you know? I'm not because well, you, <laughs> <laughs> you don't say go park your car. He's like, listen, I go park my car and I walk real far. Okay. Yeah. No offense anyway. to any of our any of our other New Englanders, but you know, yes, some of you know who you are, and you shouldn't be here. Wink, wink, Connecticut. <laughs> so anyway my first one is a monster really it's the swan valley monster uh, i was first sighted on the snake river in 1868 by two men who smelt it and it came <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then they saw it come up on land out of the lake and it spewed poison and everything that the poison touched died and then when it then it went back into the lake. So you're trying to tell me that Jormungandr lives in fucking Idaho. Maybe. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. Huh. There, there's a possibility. Okay. We'll have um, to we'll, <laughs> we'll have to send fucking like Noah Syndergaard out there or something, because he's like the closest looking to Thor that there is. Be like, listen, go throw fucking baseballs at it. <laughs> um it was It's, it's better it's than described- playing for the Mets, isn't it? <laughs> True. So it, it has been described as an elongated aquatic reptile. It is, they say it's roughly 19 and a half feet long and has six pairs of legs. Okay, so I was going to say it's almost boilerplate lake monster and then you throw legs in. Yeah, six pairs. Okay, now. Here's the good that's one. more than a couple. That's that's the, quite, that's quite the legs. Yes, the first, fourth, and sixth pairs are hooved. The rest are clawed. Yeah, I I I I had to read this twice when I read it. I was like, huh, what? Okay, this is fu- this thing's fucking weird. It's like it, it's it's basically it's a. Uh, all I can describe it as it's a oh, what's the term? Oh, son of a, no, 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 no. Chimera. Um, chimera. It's a chimera, basically. So okay, um, what would what would make more sense here? Okay, hear me out. You six sort pairs of a chimera. Of, you have six pairs of legs, right? Yeah. You make the front two clawed for fucking you know fighting and shit, self defense. Since we're in the water. We do pair two and three, like paddles, you know, like webbed and shit, so we can swim. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Maybe fuck it. We'll do two through four, webbed, and then six, hoofed, so you can get up and fucking up on his hind legs and like fucking zangief or something. Uh, listen, I don't know. You know, this thing's fucking weird. It has a snake-like head. It's almost like the shit's made up. It is. <laughs> with for <laughs> the pair of fins on its sides, whiskers like a catfish, a single horn 
on his forehead, like a narwhal or a fucking unicorn. The purple people eater. For, yeah. You know, if we want to talk and about something that's real. It has an elephant trunk. So this is basically okay. some some fucking scientist was like okay. scientist. I I don't think we can use that word in this this situation. I think alcoholic <laughs> would be the word to use. <laughs> <laughs> it looks about right, right? It's got a fucking long body. It's got an elephant nose and a cat's I, 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 belly. Listen, <laughs> I'm thinking it had hooves. Which ones was it? Uh, yeah, these th- these guys, and then the rest, I'm sure, were claws. I'm sure of it. It was like a hippo with dry skin and a horn in its face. <laughs> you mean a rhino? No, no, no it's, it's no, a hippo with a horn in its face. What? And dry skin. Yeah, but that's not L. Okay, it... okay, let's uh, let's let's fucking uh, let's dry you out. <laughs> it, it also has a tail that's like a crocodile. Its tongue is like a snake because it's forked. It has fangs that are 10 inches long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a saber-toothed snake legator. <laughs> Offent. Offent. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I am not... Uh, oh, no, wait, no, no. I'm not in the mindset for this. <laughs> it's a snake le- Fader fish offent. Anyway, yeah, that's anyway. I, I think I had a stroke just now. <laughs> it has fucking rainbow snake scales. Lupus. Yes, it has sna- <laughs> oh, like rainbow scales. But its legs are all snakes. <laughs> Jesus, what a nightmare! Somebody make has... that movie. I want credit. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Um, do we make it a bad thing or a good thing? It's it's a sci-fi movie. It doesn't have, even have to have a plot. I mean, just okay. put it on sci-fi channel and it's like all right. Fucking 3 years it'll be, you know, Snake Lapus versus fucking Wolf thing or some shit and ah, there'll be 50 of them and we'll and, get and some shitty like and then it's the then it's Tornado this thing, right? Yeah, and then we'll, we'll get some terrible fucking like D-list actor, uh Danny Bonaducci will be in it, I think. Uh-huh. The corpse okay. of Screech will be a helicopter pilot. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, 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 yep. I'm getting I mean, it. It's, it's perfect. It's a million dollar idea. Yeah, yeah. Look at uh, you, I... Sci Fi Channel. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. So it has uh, rainbow scales that appear to be iridescent, and it has a row of sharp dorsal black spines growing from head to tail. Weird. It produces huh. a strong, like I said, uh, the strong and unpleasant stench that the guys had smelled. And that uh, also has um, the capability of spewing that green substance. I really thought you were going to say it had the capability of speech. And it's like, no, 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 this guy's fucking drunk for sure. So it's on. So it talk to me. <laughs> I, I swear it came up and it was so drunk. It puked everywhere. It comes to the edge of my boat and it's like, hey, buddy, you got a couple bucks for me at bar? And I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, come on. You probably need to get some food or something then. No, 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 I won't go there. Fine, bye. And he just went back in the water. <laughs> yeah. It was like, fine. Oh, I puke everywhere. 
Uh, I want to be an 1860s drunk now. I think that'd be so much fun. <laughs> yes. There you go. All right. So that is the Swan Valley monster. Damn. So there's some similarities. Uh, yeah. Some oh, yeah? similarities to my first one. Um, this Unless you is... want me to continue with my next two, and then we'll go to yours. Sure. Yeah. I have. I, I have. Uh, I have a couple. So you did a million, a million of them. So yeah. Yeah. Do, do at yeah. least another one. All right. So the next one is the Owie or uh, Howie Howie Mountain Dwarves, uh, which are small humanoid creatures uh, found in the. You guessed it. Howie Mountains. Uh, they are described as being two feet tall. Like I said, humanoid creatures, but they have a tail. Okay. It looks like a crocodile and an no. elephant nose. No. And a fish's ears. No. And no. a gator's, uh, an otter's dick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were first sighted by the Shoshone and uh Bannock Native American tribes. Hey. Um they're staying in the same region. Yes. When Silver City was booming, the white folk didn't believe um and actually Silver yeah. Uh white folk didn't believe that the that what the natives actually said because well nah. they're Native Americans. These know? fucking savages don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. They've only been here for 150 billion years. Yeah. yeah. And what they were saying was that they actually, because uh, they were saying that there's people, little little people up in the woods, in the mountains, that, you know, would make like these really strange sounds. <laughs> okay, now they didn't, they didn't believe it until they actually started hearing, like the eerie things coming from the hillsides themselves. Once they started to hear this, they're like, "Oh fuck." Now, they would hear sounds that mimicked several things uh, from, like, singing to babies crying, but... in go-karts. That's not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wee, 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 They got their little tiny fucking dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got a power band. <laughs> this is a 25cc, bud. You can't handle it. So, but even though those are actually those sounds weren't actually coming from you know babies or whatever, they were coming from inside the house. Yes. Um. <laughs> now, native legends holds that the sounds were actually coming from the two foot tall creatures that were actually cannibalistic dwarves. Nice, nice. living in the mountains. They're just fucking chowing yeah. your legs. They might be tiny, but these little guys were strong enough to carry elk on their backs and also had long tails that were more often that they are like wrapped around them to tr- the I don't know how doesn't really even say how big their fucking tails were, but supposedly they were used to hide their true identity. Whoa, I know they got I tail know. disguises so yes. they can carry they can carry off elks. Do they need like a pile of them to do it like ants? No, I guess they carry them off by themselves. Bullshit, dude! No way, no way. Hey, no way. No, you got you got to have at least like five bull. or six, five or six of them. They're just like holding it over their head, and like <laughs> as they walk. 
Hi ho, hi ho. Oh damn! We're stop that. For that. <laughs> uh, they would use the crying. Free use, free use, free use. Yeah, they would use the crying and singing sounds to lure children away from their home and into the woods where they would kidnap them and, well, you know, eat them. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there's definitely worse things you could do to kids in the woods. Yeah. Um, there, there's actually speaking of kids in the woods there was a gentleman gentleman gentleman's not a good word for it a piece of shit that i was thinking about covering for this one but i was like no nah, we got to talk about him in his own episode uh yeah dog shit person yeah but anyway well there's never been any physical evidence of dwarves that exist of course but <laughs> settlers said that they have found tiny footprints in the mud and snow near the peaks which you know kind of lines up with the native american legends and about some missing children so oh, the children I mean, snuck off to make their own snow tread probably children of the snow yes <laughs> flat Cali- <laughs> californian we have your woman leave <laughs> <laughs> no, that could have been the same thing for Texas too. Just be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We don't want y'all. <laughs> uh so the last one, the uh, next to the last one I have before we go on to Kevin's, or the last one I have before we go on to Kevin's, because I have one yeah. more after, um, is the ghost stallion. The and what now, now this is the ghost stallion. Okay. Uh, this is found in the same county as the mountain dwarves, which is uh Owe or Howie or whatever however you pronounce it. Uh we're not fluent Idahoan. No. Your goddamn tater <laughs> language escapes us. <laughs> yes. Uh there is a uh, this ghost stallion that uh, is followed by a herd of phantom horses. Now there are I'm heroes... pretty sure Johnny Cash wrote a song about this. Hmm. I don't know. I just I got know. a Ghost Riders in the Sky vibe here going. Okay. So these. Anyway, these <laughs> ignore the me. Stallion and its phantom horse followers are said to actually descend, descend from the sky whenever a cowboy or farmer is in danger. Uh, yep. They will rescue yep. them. Totally called it. Yeah. As well as lead those who get lost in the wilderness to safety. So they're kind of a good omen. What do they look like? Uh, ghost stallions. So a a spectral horse. Yes. A phantom pony. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Now that we've cleared that up, that's (laughs) (laughs) that was the important part. It is. It's very important. All right. So why don't we go to yours? Okay. Why don't we? Um, so my first one is the, I, I, I didn't want to do this, but cause I know we were trying to stay away from like the more well-known ones. Unfortunately, I chose the most well-known cryptid in the entire state of Idaho because I couldn't find a lot on the other thing I wanted to do. We are going to take a little trip to the Southeastern corner of Idaho. So not too, too far from where you just were to a lake that shares a border with Utah. Uh, it's about 109 square miles. Beautiful looking lake from the pictures I've seen where you can camp, uh, partake in some water sports, land largemouth and smallmouth bass, northern pike, uh, muscalunge or muskies for us northerners, 
and panfish and potentially something else. That something else is the Bear Lake monster. Okay. In the 1860s, Mormon travelers already don't trust them. Uh, (laughs) There is going to be some Mormon bashing in this episode because I got some more Mormon stories after this one. In the 1860s, Mormon travelers heading uh, heading to what would become their Mecca, Utah, came across the Shoshone Bannock Indian tribes who told them stories of a beast under the surfaces of the lake. One Mormon, Joseph Rich, wrote an article in the Deseret News, and I've got a a little bit of a, a spiel from it here. Quote, the Indians have a tradition can turn uh, the Indians have a tra- tradition. Jesus, fuck my mouth. The in- <laughs> the Indians have a, tra- a tradition. Jesus. <laughs> a tradition. <laughs> the Indian <laughs> fucking shut up. <laughs> I'm such a douche. You it's are okay. such a douche. Uh, yeah, whatever. The Indians have a tradition concerning a strange serpent-like creature inhabiting the waters of Bear Lake. Now it uh-huh. seems this now it seems this water devil, as he called it, that a devil uh, has again made an appearance. A number of our white settlers declare that uh, declare they have seen it with their own eyes, their I own white de- eyes. I do declare <laughs> this uh, this. Uh, bu- 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 this Bear Lake monster, they now call it, is causing a great deal of excitement up here. Uh, he then goes on to relate several sightings of the creature in recent times. So recent times as of like 1868. Yep. Um, the article created a little bit of a, uh, uh, like a hubbub in Salt Lake City. And within a, within a month, a staff member was out at Bear Lake trying to interview some of the, the locals. Mormon church leaders actually would go out there as well. Uh, they took a, a a very strange interest in this monster. I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were like, hey, we got to, you know, we want to fucking find this thing and make sure it's actually the devil and then kill it. Yeah. But um, so they would obviously go up there um, on like preaching tours and trying to convert the natives and stuff. And they spent a lot of time hanging out near the lake trying to see this. Uh, they, they also talked to a lot of the, again, talked to a lot of the locals, including uh, settlers or natives that were, that had been there forever. And here's a little oh, bit. Emperor. Here's another, um, another article from the same newspaper written by a different man. Here's a, okay. a quote. They stated that they, quote, had conversations with brother Charles C. Rich and other brethren from Bear Lake respecting the monster, which had be, uh, which had been seen in the lake and found that they declared that the testimony had been given by so many individuals who had seen this creature in so many places and under a speci- uh, under a variety of circumstances that they, the locals, considered the story to be indisputable. The Deseret News continued to publish articles about the monster, kind of mixed between being uh, in favor of it being real and being skeptical. Uh huh. While other newspapers turned to attack the stories of a water devil, the Salt Lake Tribune even went as far as to quip that the monster was, quote, the twin brother to the devil and the cousin to Brigham Young. Which I, I think is it. kind of funny because if you look at anything that guy did, he was kind of a huge asshole. So if there was anybody related to a, a, a water beast, it was potentially him. 
I mean, but he wasn't the father of Mormonism. I mean, no, but he was still kind of a prick. Like he was not very nice to the natives. We have claim to that in no, John Smith. Jo- yeah, John Smith was our fault. He's from here. Or Joseph Smith, sorry. Either way, I don't care. He's a liar and he's from here. <laughs> yes. He is from the Vermont. But he didn't have his his premonition here in Vermont. He had it in New York. So, I mean. No, that fucking explains a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. Went to that shithole state and started hallucinating. <laughs> well, he was here. He was perfectly fine. Over the next few years, more stories would pop up in the papers about the monster, including some where it was sighted in different bodies of water that would bring a lot of these sightings into question. One of the big thoughts at the time was that there was an underground waterway connecting all these small little lakes and rivers, and they actually connected between the Great Salt Lake in Utah and Bear Lake in Idaho. And the Mormons got so jazzed up about this water monster that Brigham Young actually investigated it himself. No so way. he he decided to go out there and uh, and go do some fucking monster looking. Obviously, never saw anything because uh-huh. you know whatever. Um, another local in this story is fucking awesome. Another local des- uh, decided he's going to make some money, so he took a large baited hook. When I say a large hook, I mean like a meat hook, like what you'd hang shit up on, uh, like at a butcher shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, baited it with fish. Tied a twenty, uh, tied in a twenty-foot section of steel cable, then connected it to, uh, then connected it to three hundred yards of one-inch thick rope, hooked it to a buoy with a flagstaff to anchor it, and then went out in his boat and just chucks the hook. So he's hoping to catch this thing because famous fucking weirdo uh, P.T. Barnum had said, "Hey." Anybody that can bring me the corpse of this thing, I will pay an ass load of money to, just like he did with the uh, with with uh, Champ at one point in time. Yeah, because he had um he had the um 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 the uh, what the hell museum that was. Um, oh, he had a circus. Yeah, but that was uh, Barnum and Bailey's. That was. Yeah. But no, 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 no. He had a um, like a what was it? Um, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, so, something like that. It was that. No, was it? I'm, I'm, no, no, <laughs> no, no. But he had something like that, though. Yeah, something had like some Curiosity Museum or something. Yeah, yeah. In what? Uh, it's like Chicago or New York oh, or something like that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that thing was traveling because. Uh, you can only sell snake oil for so long. You can only convince so many people that you have a real mermaid before they realize, oh, hey, no, that's a monkey. So do a fish, <laughs> which I've seen the original in person. It's pretty fucking cool. I kind of huh. want one. Okay. So let's get into some uh, some descriptions of creatures. One description calls it a long undulating sea serpent type thing that had smooth cream color skin when it broke the surface. So boilerplate lake monster, you know, you're regular. Okay. Another said it looked like a mix of a cow, a crocodile, an otter, and a walrus without the tusks. It was at least, at least 40 feet long. Were these bunch of, another bunch of drunk? You I'm know, telling you, dude, everybody people? back then was drunk. Had to be. It was the <laughs> only way to deal with the fact that it was fucking cold and you could only kill so many Indians before you start to feel it, you know? 
I, Everybody I who's drunk. I guess, you know, it's how it goes. And probably the most interesting one that I found is it looks kind of like a Mosasaurus, which would be um, like the giant whale looking sea monster where it looks like a whale and a shark and a dinosaur, like all mashed together and had a baby. Um, okay. I don't, it, I'd it, have to look it up. So it's, it's got a, like a long body, but it's, it doesn't have a long neck. It's just got like a, the, the neck is very compact, like into it. Okay. Uh, it, it looks like, it almost looks like a, it looks more like a killer whale, kind of. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so it's like, it's, it looks like a croc. Okay. I, yeah, I have a picture like a of crocodile it. and a killer whale mixed, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's what the, um, you probably didn't see it. What? Uh, in Jurassic World. Yeah. Yeah, the one that comes out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it looked like a mosasaur with legs so that it could come out of the water and cruise along the shoreline looking for prey. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, no, fuck that. Exactly. (laughs) Goddamn water wolves. Um, (laughs) So there had been sightings from the from back before the Mormons even considered going that way Uh all the way up through them. And the last reported sighting was in 2002. Um, but if you want, you can actually go find an episode of a show called The Lost Tapes that was on Animal Planet, which they where they cover the Bear Lake monster. And it is it's one of those shows where you can watch it and go, oh, this is this is all fake. There is it's like a found footage kind of thing, but it is uh. just campy, goofy fun. The whole series is good. If you're if if you watch it the way it's supposed to be watched where you're not going to like write a book report on it. You're just kind of watching it because it's fun. It's a great oh. show. Just don't take any of it too seriously. <laughs> Cause like you, you do get little, little bits of actual knowledge in it where people are like, okay, so this is what the legends call for. This is what the legends say it is. And this is how it got there. This is what this is, you know? Um, but then all the like the reenactment stuff is all like found footage and it is really goofy fun. Yeah. I really enjoy it. So, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, there's that exactly. So you got you got another one. Then we'll, well take a actually, quick break. Why don't we? Why don't we take a quick break right here? How many, how many more do you have? Oh, one more. You have one more. Okay, I have one more as well. Okay, yeah. So let's do our break now and yeah. uh, we'll come back cool. and we will knock this shit out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, right. we are back. Kevin, yes. take it away. Okay. What, so, other, what other fucking water critter do you have, I'm assuming? Oh, it's not a water critter. Really? Ow, I just stabbed myself in the hand. I'm but it's a water something. Okay. So. Oh, did you do the water babies? No. Okay, no. damn it. I, I was no. going to do them, but. No, 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 no. I did um the Spirits of uh Spirit Lake, which is in. um Very creatively named for having yeah. spirits in it. Yes, it is. Um, but I guess it it's better is, than it's it's better than Spook Pond or something, you know. True, it is fucking ghost dam. Uh, <laughs> uh, Spirit Lake is actually located um, north 
of Cordelaine. Nice. It by not like little almost not to like not to the top of the skinny section, but like basically where it starts. Where the skin like it narrows down to the little skinny section of the state. Okay. Um so in nineteen oh seven so I'm going to start off with like with some background on it. I should preface with this. That's usually a good place to start. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like to say how, you know, the state, how it, everything came to be, yada, yada. So um, in 1907, engineers from Pennsylvania came to the area of what is now Spirit Lake, and they mapped the area out for a town to be established. And by 1910, the town was open and it had houses, a train station, business buildings, utilities, and streets. What are business um, buildings exactly? Are you being a smartass? <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Fucker. Business anyway. buildings, not to be confused with pleasure buildings. Yes, pleasure buildings exactly. are illegal in most states, though. They are. Um, Casinos not, and whorehouses. Well, <laughs> not during this time, but you know. Well, anyway. well, there was no fucking laws. No, it it was literally the wild west. Wild wild west. Don't um, you fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was a terrible goddamn movie, and we both know it. I was actually thinking of the song. It doesn't matter. Well, there, adjacent. <laughs> All right, fun. Terrible adjacent. Okay. Uh, railway travelers from Spokane were discharged at the Big Brick Depot located at the foot of uh, Lake Hill with homes being built at the by the lake. It became a resort town very quickly and was an attraction that brought some uh, summer excursion trains for for vacationers in the early years. So the traffic on the rail actually stopped really because of auto and regular passenger service. So the INWN, which is the railway service, ended um its its service in January of 1937. The shores okay. of Spirit Lake served as a site for summer homes for several years. Later, the summer people became year-round residents. City residents are now listed as approximately 900 and this was in eight, 1989. But Lake residents or eighteen ninety nine, nineteen eighty nine. Damn. Okay. So, um, Lake residents boosts the population to nearly triple that number. Um, the new construction is still progressing. Um, in the mid seventies, a move was made to create an old west appearance to businesses on uh, Main Street. So, because I mean, you know, that draws people rad. in. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's a tourist trap, and it's one of those yep. things that I absolutely love. <laughs> yeah. The with that being said, the city still serves as a bedroom, uh, as a bedroom community for workers employed elsewhere, and still retains its small town atmosphere. So basically, it says yeah, you know, bed and breakfast type of yeah. town, kind of like ours, you know. Yeah. Bed and breakfast, or well, most of Vermont per se. You know, it's mostly rural, small town. We have nothing else to offer the country except for skiing and yes, breakfast maples. food. And maple syrup. <laughs> I said breakfast food. Same difference. Okay, fine. Actually, maple syrup can go on anything. <laughs> yes. So uh, the lake itself measures more than 
four and a half miles long and over a mile crossed at the widest point with a surface area of 1,445 acres. That's a big-ass lake. It has 12 miles of shoreline. It is the highest above sea level of all small lakes in the um, inland empire in the area with an elevation of 2,400 feet. So it's like, okay, that's half a mile. Yeah. Oh, that's well, it's uh, technically more than I think that's more than Killington for reference for us or damn near close to it. If I'm I'm not mistaken, Um, official soundings taken at the the birth of the city uh, of Spring Lake gave a depth of approximately 82 feet at the deepest section. Uh, since the soundings have been made there, since that sounding, the first sounding, which was at 82 feet, another one was made that said it was over, uh, over a hundred. Now it is also should be said that it is claimed that the lake has a sealed bottom. So having, um, a hundred feet, hundred foot deep, uh, lake after it being said that it was actually 82 is kind of suspicious. Or they hit a to, hit a different to, spot. Yeah. Um, now, the lake is also rumored to have an underground outlet. Now, this is because a well digger dug a hole three feet square and 525 feet deep. He was almost 400 feet below the level of the lake, and there was no trace of water. And after a period of time, there were no signs of seepage at all. Weird. Yeah. Is, uh, so this also relates to the legend of the lake because the spirits can't be free if there's it's a sealed bottom. So, you know. Um, so the story behind the lake legend is that... Um, well, well, first this, the legend had, has it that actually the lake was called, once called Clearwater Lake instead of, um, Silver Lake. Okay. Spirit, Spirit Lake, Lake sorry. <clears throat> I said no, Silver Lake earlier. <laughs> yes. Silver Lake is ours. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, sure somebody else has one too, but you know. Yes. And so the, the legend behind it is that a romantic story experienced by that was experienced by these two native peoples um who um who were part of the Kootenay, which are the water people Indians um who lived on the shores of the and what's said is that um that hold on uh so li- who lived on the shores of the unique lake Influenced them into changing the name to Tessamini or Lake of Spirits um, because uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this. I've tried this several times, you know, previous to this, and I will try it again. Highest T Skookum Tum Tum, which means good chieftains. 
um, of the Kutane uh, tribe had a lovely daughter named Hyapam, fearless running water, loved a brave by the name of Hashit Il Hamen uh, Ami. Whom, we, we get it. It's an unpronounceable. Yes, meaning <laughs> shining eagle. Now, hostile tribes live near east of uh, where they lived, governed by a chieftain named Poo Poo Mox Mox. Meaning, which, which, yeah, that's the best name to, we've had so far. Yes, which translate to Yellow Serpent. Um, he it threatened translates war. to poop something. Yes, he threatened war on the Kutanese if he was not allowed to wed. Fearless running water's father consented. So to they didn't Fearless Running Water and Shining Eagle were like, fuck this shit, basically. And they vowed eternal love to each other. So uh, binding themselves together with the uh the marriage chain, um they leapt into the lake from a the, what they called suicide cliff. Wonder why they called it that? Yeah, and they well they died as the lovers. No were never, shit. Uh, yes, they jumped from suicide cliff and died. I know. Huh. I know. I know. They didn't live. Fuck. Absolutely shocking. Yes. So as the lovers were never found, folklore tells us that on a moonlit night, when the wind is still, you may see their shadowy silhouettes. As they drift across the lake on a phantom canoe, um, as the lake ice flows, melt and grind together in springtime. Weird, mournful, and haunting sounds are heard. Uh, now, are these the cries of Indian lovers as they seek release from the lake of spirits? Who knows? But it could be. Never know. It's pond fox. <laughs> 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 so that is the lake of uh that is spirit lake okay. and it's and it's a folklore of uh two lovers that uh jumped to their death because um they're like we're not gonna be separated fuck this oh very okay. romeo and juliet of them very almost makes you wonder if that whole thing was made up to sound exactly like that Uh, no. Wow. You think so? I mean, they wouldn't know who the fuck Romeo and Juliet are. No, but the white folks telling the stories afterwards did. Well, these would be the natives telling the stories. You sure? Yeah, because they told the story about these two lovers. And, you know, because they told the story to the, the white folk. You know? And then we whited it up. With William Shakespeare, did. who is the whitest man that's ever existed. Probably. Okay. All okay. right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what's your last one? Now that now that we've shit on our own race for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, so this one kind of made me mad because it's, you know, it's sh- more shittiness. But hey, it is okay. what it is, I guess. We're going to talk about the Bear River Massacre. Um. It didn't start in Idaho, but it definitely ended there. Uh, okay. 
So most of the time when you think of uh, of massacres of Native Americans, the first one that usually comes to mind is what's your first one? Uh Boston Massacre. Native <laughs> Americans? You oh. fucking dildo. Uh wow. Uh, uh fuck. Maybe, uh, maybe maybe like wounded knee or something. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, this was this massacre at Bear River is the largest recorded massacre of Native Americans by the U.S. government in history. Okay. Uh, so the massacre itself actually took place in Preston. In, modern day Preston, Idaho, uh, which as the crow flies is about 30 miles from Bear Lake, the last place that I talked about. It started the same way most of these things do, you know, Native Americans minding their own business. And then out of nowhere, the U.S. cavalry shows up and ruins everybody's day. Okay. So this this is uh, that same time frame where the Mormons are making their way across country. Uh, they're rolling through Idaho and Utah. And at first, the settlers and the Shoshone people got along pretty well um, with Brigham Young actually telling his people the best policy with the natives was, quote, it's better to feed them than to fight them. Which, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Don't be shitty to the people that already live there. Exactly. Share your food, share your food with them and just fucking, you know, they're yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, know? definitely, definitely. You know, you can you can maintain a decent relationship. Until winter sets in and it's too cold to farm taters because the ground's frozen. Okay. Everybody starts getting real fucking hungry, but the Mormons have food stocks and the Shoshone who they've been, you know, they've had a pretty decent relationship with throughout the rest of the year Mm -hmm. show up saying, Hey, can you possibly help us? Can you, you know, have any extra food that we can bring back to the tribe? And this is when the settlers, they started looking at the Shoshone people, you know, the people who lived on the land forever as a group of people looking for a handout. The Shoshone start getting upset with these fuckers who've been treating them like crap all winter on their land. And in 1862, I shit you not, this may be the best name I've ever said on here. (laughs) Chief Bear Hunter decided enough was enough. Chief Bear Hunter. Yes. So Chief Bear Hunter decides enough is enough, and these white folks gots to go. So the Shoshone start these small little raids attacking uh, um, mining camps and uh, herds of cattle and stuff like that. And these little battles kind of continued throughout the winter and the beginning of the spring, you know, like early spring, so it's still cold. Okay. Um, And the settlers of Salt Lake City start getting a little wigged out and uh they reach out for help from the california volunteer cavalry again it's the u it's the fucking u.s army cavalry it just so happens to be the california branch of it the government sends out colonel patrick connor to quote make clean work of the savages legend has it that uh there was a shoshone elder that had a dream uh the story says the night, the same night that Connor was told to, you know, was told he was being sent out to wipe out these Indians. But again, that's that seems to be storytelling. It doesn't seem like that's that's more coincidental than anything. Uh-huh. Um, 
but his dream was quote seeing his people killed by pony soldiers and unfortunately his vision would be accurate the next morning he told his tribe of his dream and some of them ran which was probably the best thing they could have done because anybody that ran survived everybody else stayed to try to you know work it out another story tells of a local store owner who was a friend to the tribe who had heard that the cavalry was being sent out to take them out. Um, I, I tend to like the first one better where he's like, no, I saw this shit coming in a dream and we should leave. Uh, an, another uh, Shoshone tr- uh, chief by the name of Sagwitch. Yep. Sagwitch S A G W I T C H Sagwitch. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay okay you, you think i made that up but i didn't <laughs> it's almost like you know trying to pronounce sandwich but it was like sandwich <laughs> yeah i need a sandwich <laughs> uh, so he held out hope that he could meet with these soldiers and they could come to a peaceful res- uh, resolution like they had yeah. many many times before yeah the morning of january 29th of 1863 Chief Sagwich left his tent and saw fog on the bluff above uh, his village near modern-day Preston, Idaho. He soon realized that the fog wasn't fog. It was actually the breath of cavalry soldiers hanging in the air above them. So there was that many of them. There was a heap of dudes. That's a fuck ton. Yeah, so the chief yells out a warning to his people, but as soon as he did, the cavalry charges down into the village. According to one elder... uh, I don't know how they survived, but somehow they did. He said in an interview, quote, the soldiers charged down into the ravine and fired at every living person, men, women, and children, all slaughtered without mercy. Some attempted to flee by jumping into the frigid river that was soon brimming with dead bodies and blood red ice. So the cavalry would suffer a staggering 14 deaths and 49 injuries. They wiped out the entire village, burned down all 70 buildings, uh, captured 175 horses. Uh, for his, quote, heroic actions, Patrick Connor was pro- was promoted to Brigadier General. Well Fuck earned, him. you piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, so according to the U.S. Army records, this battle would be called the Battle of Bear River. Oh, it was Which, a fucking battle, all right. Let's let's be real. This was not a battle. This was a yeah. slaughter of mostly unarmed natives. Uh, to be a battle, you have to have fighting from both sides. And it was. And at, I don't. They fucking cheated. They did it in the middle, like the really early morning. Yep. You know, before, they had, they had been there since that night, watching and waiting. Yeah. Before most. So I'm surprised these probably fucks even... didn't attack. I'm surprised they didn't attack them at night. Yeah. Like before Probably everybody before woke most up. of the natives were actually even up. Right you now, I mean, it's fucking despicable. So this would become, like I said before, the deadliest massacre of natives in U.S. history with numbers ranging from anywhere from 450 to 580 Shoshone people being destroyed by the U.S. cavalry. Jesus um, Christ. There's a memorial uh, uh, at the site near U.S. Route 91, uh, and the battlefield was des- uh, designated a national history landmark in 1990. So that is the Battle of, I'm sorry, the Massacre of Bear River. Um, 
honestly, that's one we could probably expand on and do into its own episode because there's a lot of like intricate little details that go into it that I didn't uh-huh. cover. I just kind of um, kind of yeah. vagued it up, but you, you, there's definitely a lot of information about the relationship between the um, the settlers and the natives and how things got out of hand over the course of a winter. And then <laughs> the settlers yeah, that, like, that... oh no, oh no, these people whose land we're on, they're pissed because we're not giving our food. We got to yeah. call in all the guys with guns and horses. You know, that would actually be, I, I, I gotta say, that would be kind of an interesting, uh, you know, episode, I think, you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, we haven't covered uh, any of those yet. I mean, there's been plenty of. No, you know. we, we we tend we tend to uh, to avoid war crimes on the show for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they're unpleasant to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like the Nazis and shit, because then we just rag on them for being fucking goofs because they did a bunch of really silly shit too. Assholes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, no. let me clarify: the concentration camps were not silly shit. Sending grown ass men out to find biblical artifacts in the middle of a fucking world worldwide war it's kind of goofy shit don't you think we should be fighting the, on on the front no no you go no, find no. the spear you find the spear if he wins the war you will find fucking the crazy cr- ass hitler anyway so that's uh that's what we got for idaho yeah so yes and, so take uh, your blue football field and go fuck yourself yeah, sons of actually, bitches. no, that's a pretty, pretty excellent field. Um, it I is. have seen a lot, I've seen a lot of stuff where they, they they'll have uh, they have to like send people with dogs out onto the field before football games because like geese land on it thinking it's a lake. Yeah, <laughs> like hundreds of geese just landed on this football field because they're like, wait, this ain't water. And then yeah. there's some dude out there with a fucking Rottweiler or some shit just chasing <laughs> off geese. <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck, here comes a beast. Son of a bitch, it's a water dog. <laughs> this isn't water. Oh. Float run away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's uh that's our uh our Idaho. Yeah. And uh next week I think we're gonna cover uh we're gonna continue on the road trip and we're gonna go next to uh Illinois. Illinois. And, Illinois. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna see what trouble we can get into there. We will not be talking about John Wayne Gacy. So maybe, maybe, maybe a mention, just no coverage. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're not so, going to, we're not going to cover the, the Enfield haunting. Are we Enfield horror or, or no haunting? No, the Enfield haunting was in England. So that was definitely not going to be covered. The Enfield no. horror is a weird little three legged monster thing. No, uh, the Enfield haunting was the reasoning behind the, well, no, I'm sorry. Wrong. I apologize. You, st- you I saw me right googling, in. didn't you? No, 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 no. My you brain instantly went. Like, well, no, my brain instantly went. Hey, dumbass! The Enfield horror, Enfield is in England because they went to England. Yes, dumbass. There is an Enfield horror, which is in Illinois. Yes, which is a weird is. little three-legged monster. But yes, um, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that said. If you're in the market for a pair of headphones, earbuds, Yee. or a Bluetooth speaker, you know, head on over to uh, studio.com. Go check them out. They got all of that. And they sure do. Want, yes, when you find what you want, put it in your basket, go to checkout, 
and put the promo code of darkwindows 15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Or if you forget that, go over to darkwindowspod.com. <laughs> I got it all in. I was stabbing at you over the phone. I've been playing with my, my boot knife and like drilling yeah. a hole in the soda cap because I got fidget hands. Um, yeah, darkwindowspod.com. Um, I went over. Uh, go check it out. We've got uh, links to all of our episodes through our Age of Radio page, um, which you can also go to just go there and you can find your next favorite podcast through Age of Radio. It's our our network, our little family of podcasts, which we got some, a little something, something for everybody, depending on what you want. Um, you can also find all of our links to our social media there. Our Facebook, which is Dark Windows Podcast on Facebook. Our Instagram, which is Dark Windows Pod. And our Twitter that I post to from our Instagram, so it doesn't matter. But uh-huh. it's the same thing if you want to follow us there. It's Dark Windows Pod on Twitter. On the um, Twitter. Yeah, and you can also find a link to our good friends at Studio. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some uh, badass headphones like Kevin was just saying. Um, and other than that, there's not a whole bunch going on on the site. I, I did go over and update my picture because I didn't like the one I originally put on there. So, hey, you can also uh, you can email us at uh, darkwindowspod at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also you, just you... go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to me pretty much. So, you know, was what? I though? Fuck you. Was you I were. Though? You I were. Think I was talking to the fine, fine people that listen to our show. Well, they'll go, t- they'll tell us to go fuck ourselves too. I fully expect it. You know, <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? Fuck your podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Tried it once. Won't again. Yeah. Oh, also, you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever uh, you download this piece of shit. I, you know what? Um, I almost said where podcasts are sold. Yeah, we're all your fine podcasters. Old. <laughs> Find us your local grocery freezer. Yep. Uh, yeah. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. You know, we don't ever can, say that. You can find us anywhere, I believe. Yeah, we're all over the place. We're on Audible, actually, believe it or not. No. Just learned that the other day. Yeah, we are we, on Audible. We, is that big time? No, they have the a Audible? podcast service. So, I mean, no, we're not like narrating audiobooks. So, no, we're not. Oh, big well, time. I mean, listen, there's only one narrator for audiobooks. Ray Porter. Yes. I mean, realistically, I think compete. I think I could pull it off. But I mean, not you to not you... to his extent. That man is fucking yeah. amazing. I mean, he is the man, the myth, the legend. He's got great hair, too. If you've ever seen pictures of him, he has gorgeous hair. So. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, next week, next week, we're going to go to Illinois. Um, I heads up will most likely be miserable because I'm at my at work all by myself next week. So I'm going to be very, very busy and very, very cranky. So Aww. just just fair warning. I saw a big guy. Oh, shut up, bitch. I can't just take a week <laughs> off. Hey, fuck you. You took a week off earlier this yep. year. So shut up. I did, but it wasn't a week off. It was a week off from work. I still did a shitload of stuff. Well, I took a week off and pulled your pug I, for four days so far. You fucking know it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we're gonna, we'll, said, we'll end this so Kevin can go back to his beaten off. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> rest of my puppy. Oh, that's what you call it now, huh? <laughs> Choking the bishop, harassing the puppy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. 
Good fucking night. Bye-bye.